Greetings. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 17 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast experience and journey that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. And as a host, it's my job to invite and to welcome you, the listener. It's important that I understand who you are and what you want. I am, am envisioning that you are at the crossroads of taking a step in a new direction. And you're asking, is my next step going to lead to where I want to go? You're seeking confirmation and clarity. You're starting to understand that your life impacts others, that your legacy is made up of every thought, word, and deed. And you want to make sure there's alignment with that because you want to present the message that is clear and that really conveys what you value and how you want to interact with people. With this in mind, I'm going to talk about finding your true north and how it's important in terms of building your legacy. Think back and think forward in your life. We're all going to encounter trials and tribulations. One of the things that will differentiate us is how we respond. And there'll be times when we seem almost abandoned, that we're in an abyss, that it is just pitch black, and we have absolutely no idea of how to take that next step of where to go. And I'm talking about moments and perhaps you've lost your job, you've been fired. And we know that's happening uh, with some degree of regularity or frequency because of our tough economic times. Perhaps you lost a home to a natural disaster or you ended a relationship, a long-term relationship in which you thought was one that was never going to end. You've come across a death of a loved one. These are all moments that really test us and it's normal for us to feel paralyzed because we're in shock or the pain is so great that even taking a breath, even living hurts. And we're not sure we want to continue because we're, there's just going to be more pain ahead. And that's why it's so important because as you're living your life, you're defining your legacy. Again, the impact it can have on others. That's why it's so important for you to identify true north for, for every moment, but especially moments in which it's really, really difficult. And we think about true north, we think about naturally our north star, Polaris. It's not the brightest star in our constellation, but it serves a very valuable function because it aligns you, it gives you direction, it lets you know where north is. And that's why I'm talking about a true north. For many people, they've defined it, identified it as their faith. For others, it could be a trusted individual, a, f a friend, a family member, a mentor. For others, it's going to be a philosophy or maybe even a pithy saying. However you find it, take the time to sit down, if you have not done so already, <clears throat> and ask yourself, what is my true north? What's that guiding light that's going to be there when it's the darkest? What's that well that I could keep going to that will always replenish me, that will nurture me, that will sustain me? And this goes to your question about 
your legacy and about designing your legacy. Have you designed persistence and resiliency into your legacy? How will you respond when you feel as if you hit rock bottom? And the thing about a true north is it points you in a direction. It points you in a direction that you'll need to go through. Now, that journey may not be an easy journey. In fact, that journey might take you to even greater challenges, more pain. But it's a it's the right step. It's the right direction. And you, you may have to go through even harder uh, circumstances before getting out of it or because that's a lesson that you need to learn. The true north, without it, our compass will not be aligned. We won't know any anything that we bring into our efforts to move forward won't matter because we can't be trusted as to whether or not it's really even pointing in the right direction. And that's what you want, the right direction. So you can no longer be paralyzed. So you can move forward and you can, again, continue to build your legacy. I'm going to use two examples to illustrate uh, the true north and how people recover. The first one is George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. And the other is Ebenezer Scrooge from It's a Christmas Carol. And I know this has a Christmas theme to it. And I was actually thinking about uh, working those two into a Christmas episode. But this came about. It just aligned for me with uh, the true north. We look at George Bailey. He was in Bedford Falls. And you remember the scenes where he was talking about what he wanted to do uh, with Donna Reed, Mary. How he wanted to get out of uh, that small town, Bedford Falls. He wanted to travel. He wanted to build skyscrapers, architects. That's what he wanted. That's what he thought his legacy was going to be. And he didn't want his legacy to be like that of his father, of helping people in the savings and loans to get uh, mortgages for the house. So that's where he was going. And because of circumstances uh, beyond his control, he hit rock bottom. He was on ver he was verge of being bankrupt. And I think the uh, Mr. Potter was going to send the police after him. And he came to the conclusion that his legacy would have been better had he never been born, had he had no legacy. That was how bad it was. That was how desperate he was. And Clarence comes, the Clarence Angel comes and shows him and grants him his wish of, all right, George Bailey, this is, I'll show you what your life is like uh, had you not been born and how it impacted others. Now George sees what he had, what his life had meant to others, how he was impacting others, how he was building a worthwhile legacy, maybe not through his eyes initially, but through his friends, his families, what he meant to them. So he could have that appreciation that he was actually taking steps in the right direction by taking over his father's business, by helping out people that would not have had a chance and he just needed to rediscover or reconnect with his true north. You know, all the things that he believed in, in terms of fighting for the little guy, or watching out for your neighbors. He had lost his way. And we do, we will lose our way at times. No two ways about it. But the thing is that the true north is that when you do lose your way, even though you know, things are going swimmingly, you thought you were in the right direction, you were in the right direction. But now you hit a bump in the road. Uh, you get, uh, you go sideways. 
Do you have that true north where you can look up and recalibrate, reorient yourself and say, all right, I've taken a detour. I need to get back on my right path. And through Clarence, George Bailey is able to do that. So it's a spiritual uh, intervention. And, but that's where the true north comes in. And obviously that's fiction. But for us is that to use that as an example, a parable, whatever you want to call it. But the idea is that where can you turn to when things go south? The next example is Ebenezer Scrooge. And we look back in his life. Originally, he was a poor working guy and he worked his way up and Belle was the love of his life and he was about to marry her. But he got side rail because, again, we think about, you know, Scrooge had a really tough childhood. He was basically abandoned by his father who sent him off to boarding school. So it was tough lessons for him. And he maybe found something in Belle and he was about heading in the right direction. But uh, the love of money entered his life and it consumed him. And it defined him. That was going to be his legacy. People were going to know him as a miser. In fact, we call people who are misers Scrooges now. That's how powerful that was. And he just couldn't see what he was doing. He, he, he you know, he turned. He, uh, Bell left him, and he was heading down a path of misery. He is going to be not loved. And that was his fear when the ghost of Christmas future showed him a basically an empty grave in which there was no one that's going to come to his funeral. And only the people who only came to his house was to ransack him for his good, for the material uh, things in life. He got redemption. He got a second chance and he swore that he would become a new man. He found, again, this true north came to him in terms of rede redemption and recovery and he was able to change his path, maybe get back on the path of when he was a young man. He knows what it's like to be abandoned by his father. He had love with Belle. All this came, came forth. He was able to rediscover that. And he was able to go forth. And in his true north, is, I think it ends that he starts taking care of Tiny Tim, uh, the Cratchit, Cratchit, Cratchit family and everything. And he re, I want to say rewrites his uh, legacy but he starts building it in a different direction. And he became known as one of the most generous men. I think that's how the book ends. So going back to who you are, we, we all come to points where we have to make decisions. We're seeking clarity. We're seeking confirmation. We're seeking that guidance where we know this is the right direction. Perhaps I don't know the destination, but I know this is the right direction. And that's what I got to focus on, the day-to-day -thing, day -day things of taking a step in the right direction. And as you're building your legacy, you want to make sure that your efforts are worthwhile, that they are fruitful in terms of, again, building the legacy that you want. And building a legacy means taking journeys, taking steps. And you want to make sure that your true north is going to guide you, that you're aligned with what you value and how you want to be remembered. So is and again, that's, you know, in life, we're going to come through many decision points in which maybe we're going to have to make tough decisions. And that's where the true north will help you because you're going to cling to it. The true north is that spiritual guide that you cling to so tightly that it becomes interwoven into every fiber of your being. 
that becomes who you are. That's what you're going to be defined as. When people look at you and when they see that you're going through tough times, they know that you're not going to give up. They know that you will continue to do your best. And it may not, it may seem that you're not making any progress. There are times when you're just saying, oh my goodness, I'm just banging my head against the wall. And I think that's where, you know, George Bailey came in. He thought he was doing nothing because he wasn't the world famous architect or traveler that he wanted to be. But we sometimes need to have a lens of clarity. And that's where the true north comes in to see things for how they are. And that we do, again, our legacy is that we impact people every moment. And for us to be cognizant of that, for us to be aware of that, that is legacy building. And that is where your true north comes into play. Please take the time to find your true north. It's going to, you're going to need it. Uh, hopefully that you're not going to have catastrophic events in your life, but we're all going to face those those tough moments. If, 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 you know, I suspect many of you have faced tough moments before. And how you respond to those tough moments. So tough moments won't define your legacy, but how you respond to those tough moments, that will be essential to your legacy. I hope you take the time to find your true north, I hope it will serve you well. I hope it will be that light, not necessarily the brightest light, but I hope it will be that light when things appear the darkest, that if you open your eyes, you look upward, you could say, there's my true north. I know what I, I know which direction to go. I'm going to pick myself up, and that's the first step I'm going to take. I don't know how hard this journey is going to be. It may be even harder than what I'm going through right now. But I know it's the right thing to do. I want to take the time, again, going back to who you are, the audience. And that's something I've been trying to be more cognizant of in these podcasts is who are you and why have you taken this time to listen, which I'm very, very grateful for. We talked about, you know, they talked about defining your audience and whether it's by profession by age group or other demographics. And again, I'm still trying to work on that. And perhaps this is a bit broad in terms of you know, individuals who are at the crossroads of taking a step in a new direction and you want to know, is this the right direction? But I think we, we, we have, you know, we look at each other and I think we have more in common than our differences. And us, we have nuances and we have individuality. But we go through life and I think we encounter so much together and we can learn when we shall, when we talk about shared experiences. So I do want to focus on shared experiences. And we are building our legacies, each one of us, every day, every moment. And I love the exchanges that I've been having with some of uh, the listeners who've been kind enough to listen and to give me some feedback and comments. And I continue to welcome that. If uh, you have the time please contact me at my email address, rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. I want to thank uh, Christina Lasich and Brian Nguyen who have uh, done that. Very kind of you. And I'm always encouraged when people uh, said, yeah, this has been, been helpful. And that's what I'm trying to do, to try to be helpful in terms of your legacy building. And for my one follower on Podbean, uh, ADJWZBIE, again, I thank you.
until next time, please uh, invest in your legacy. Uh, because when you do, we all benefit. My next episode, I'm going to talk about the children's story, Stone Soup, and the leadership lessons that we can uh, glean from it. Take care. And again, thank you for listening.